Hey, good morning. Today's daf is daf nun. Today's shir is le'ilu nishmas Matshiau Mordechai ben Yosef. May his memory be a blessing. May his neshama have an aliyah. Also for a full shame of Yitzchak Yehuda ben Miriam and Chayachai kebaspo mechlem and have a complete and speedy recovery. Um, so we were um, towards the bottom of Mem Tesam with Beis. So I don't know what I said. Today's daf is daf nun. We were we're up to the bottom of Mem Tesam with Beis 49b, and just we were going through Menashe, the evil king, wanted to put Yeshaya Hanovi to death. So he brought. He said, "You're a false prophet." And his proof that he was a false prophet was he argues with Moshe in three cases. He said. Uh, um, Obviously, they have answers, but Menashe wasn't really interested in the in the answers. He just wanted to put Yeshaya to death. Um, but so, so, just interestingly, the first, what were the three questions? He says, uh, Moshe said, "No man can see Hashem." Hashem said to Moshe, "No man can see me and live." And usually, Yeshaya come along and say, "Well, I saw Hashem sitting on his exalted throne. Clearly, you must be a false prophet." The second one, the second one was. Um, Moshe said, um, Hashem is a, who is like our God who's available to answer us whenever we call out to Him. And you, Yeshaya, come along and you say, seek out Hashem when He is found. Either only there's a specific time that you should be turning to Hashem. And the third difference he brought was, um, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Es misbar yomecho amalei, I will fill your days. I, you have a maximum amount of days. And you come along and say, I'll add 15 years onto your life. You're speaking to Chizkiah. Um, so, so clearly you're a false prophet by the fact that you're arguing on Moshe's Torah. So then we went into each of them. We said, no, um, the difference between Yeshaya, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu and other prophets is that Moshe saw Hashem through an Aspaklaria Meira, through a, like a clear glass. That was how he saw Hashem. And other Nevi'im, saw Hashem through a, through a glass that is uh, opaque, not clear, kind of like, uh, like looking through the Mechitza. So we said that for Yeshayahu to say, I was looking at Hashem, I saw Hashem, it still doesn't mean he comprehended, he had a clear realization of Hashem, because it was through this murky vision. Um, through the, um, so the, Whereas Moshe Rabbeinu, whatever he comprehended of Hashem was clear. So if he would have seen Hashem Directly, he would have. Now, just interestingly on that, just uh, the Rambam in Hilchos Yisorei Atorei, Yisorei Atorei is where the Rambam discusses, I mean, it's his halachic work of Misha Torah, but he discusses the obligation of uh, the fundamentals of our belief, and he says one of them is that Hashem communicates with man through nevuah, through prophecy, revelation. And then he speaks, and then he goes through the halachas of, um, some of the halachas, and I don't remember all, there are about four differences he gives between Moshe Rabbeinu's Nebuah and other Nevi'im's Nebuah. For example, Moshe Rabbeinu could, uh, um, could be awake, he could stand up while having Nebuah, whereas most, whereas all other Nevi'im had to either lie down, go into some sort of a trance or a sleep to have prophecy, whereas Moshe Rabbeinu could do it awake. Another difference is that Moshe Rabbeinu... Um, Moshe Rabbeinu could call to Hashem and Hashem would give him Nevoah, whereas other Nevi'im, it's only if Hashem wanted could they receive Nevoah, they could do everything perfectly, all the um, according to Rambam, there would be a great Talmud Chacham and, uh, um, and someone with phenomenal mitos, and they all they, they, had, they could prepare themselves and go into the trance-like state, do everything that they had to do but they wouldn't necessarily get Nevoah Whereas Moshe Rabbeinu was different. He go, hey, um, Hashem, uh, we need you. Or Hashem, let's, uh, let's chat about something. And he, would, uh, he could actually almost for, uh, call Hashem for the re- revelation. Um, and there were, there were another few differences. I just don't remember them, them offhand. I'm also interested in the Rambam in Shmone Prokim. There he, he also discusses, he says, Midos was, all the Nevi'im had some lacking in them. And he shows how it shows through an avur or some weakness. Whereas Moshe was basically the perfect person. He was in a different... Uh, Moshe was a different class of person. And uh, he didn't have these character imperfections. And that's why his nevuah 
could be that much more clear. He could have that much greater connection to Hashem. Um, and then the next one we mentioned was, um, so, so that's how he resolved the first contradiction. The difference between Moshe and Yeshayahu was that that's Baklaria Meira. Um, the second difference of the, the Chumash, Hashem, Moshe says we can call to Hashem whenever we want, and Yeshayahu said, no, only look for him when he's found, which we said, what did we say that? When is that? The 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. That's the time to turn to Hashem, that's the time to call out to Hashem. But that contradicts the Chumash that says you can do it any time, whenever you want, to call out to Hashem and He will answer you. So He says, no, that's uh, for an individual and this is for a community. A community can call out to Hashem whenever, but an individual, the best time, the only time is uh, through um, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Okay, that's also, again, all the Torah around the the importance, the value the precious treasure, the great opportunity we have around Rosh Hashanah, around uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Okay, but let's go on to the second last line, Mem Tethan with base 49b, the last one, the, the third difference, he says, So Moshe Rabbeinu came along and said, Hashem says, I will fool your years, are you capped at the years that Hashem allots you at birth? Hashem is allotted you at birth, whereas... You, Yeshaya, come along and said that you'll add 15 years onto his life, implying that there can be more. So he says, Tanahi, it's actually Machloikas Tanahi, the Tanya we learned in a Braisa, it's Mispa Yomecha Amalei, what does that mean? Elu Shnei Doros, those are the literally two generations. But Rashi says it means the years that are, that are set to a person from when he's born. Zoha Mashlimim, not if, he des- if he's deserving, he will live out those years. Loi Zoha. Excuse me, Lord Zacha, If he's not deserving, he will get less. That's Rabbi Akiva's opinion. So very interesting. Um, there's no interesting. We don't see how much different people Hashem will allot different times. One person he will allot 90 years to, another person he'll allot 50 years to. You know, the standard allotment, the years of a person are 70 years. But either way, that's, that's Hashem allots a person a certain number of years at birth. And um, Rabbi Akiva comes along and says, that's where he's deserving, he will live out his full years. But if he's not deserving, for whatever reason, if Hashem doesn't want, then he can die before his time. That's Rabbi Akiva's opinion. Says it can work other way. If he's deserving, he can have years added on to his life. And if he's not deserving, then they can even decrease. So Amrullah Rabbi Akiva, the sages said to Rabbi Akiva, but doesn't it say in Yeshaya, I will add on 50 years to your life? I mean, this is interesting. This is Yeshaya came to Chizkiah Melech. He, he was a very righteous person, but he, he said to him, he was deathly ill, and he said, you're going to die for going against Hashem. What? He saw in Nevoah, in Ruach HaKodesh, that he was going to have this wicked son, Menashe, which interestingly enough is who actually came and killed Yishai. You can see a whole lot of layers to the story, but he was the one who actually came and killed Yishai. But he, but, so he saw through Nevoah that he was going to have this wicked son, Menashe. So he said he's not having children. So he got punished, and Yishai came and told him, no, Hashem gives you a mitzvah to have children. Who are you to make this calculation and say, no, in my case, I shouldn't have children? Quite a powerful idea to think about that. We're given the Torah... And we actually have to fulfill it. And Hashem says, do mitzvahs, A, B, um, mitzvahs, six, do these 613 mitzvahs. And in a way, we're not supposed to calculate, wait, but if I do this mitzvah, look who my children, like, if I look who my children will be, maybe it's better I don't have children. That's not really your business. Your business is to do the mitzvahs, do what's right, and Hashem will... Uh, um, And, the, and then I guess hope and daven that it all works out for the best. Um, I wonder if this is specifically with children or all mitzvahs. I mean, there's always, uh, I guess maybe this is a more liberal way of thinking. It's like, what happens if I do this mitzvah now and it upsets this person and or I do that? You know, like we're sometimes into our calculations. Is it the best thing to do to do the mitzvah? But almost it seems on the surface from that conversation between Yishayahu and Chizkiah, that he, that you shouldn't have that discussion. Hashem says, do the mitzvah, you do the mitzvah. Um, 
But yeah, um, I was, yeah, some uh, philosophical thoughts to uh, think about. Um, but then, uh, then he said to him, so he davened, and Hashem said, okay, and he said, I'll add 15 years to your life. So we see that a person, he was allotted X and he was going to die, and he came and he allotted, and the apostle Kishaya says, okay, I'll give you another 15 years. So Amalahem, so Rabbi Kivans, he says, no, Mishalah Hosifala, they were adding to his years. I don't remember the age that Chizkiah died, but let's just assume, let's say he was going to live 70 years. So he was going to die at 55. Yeshaya came to him and said, you know why you're dying is because you're not having children. Hashem commanded you have children. He says, oh, but I saw that there would be bad children. Um, he says, Hashem says, that's not your concern. Your concern is to follow the mitzvah, which is to have children. So he says, okay, let me marry your daughter. And I'll have children, I'll do tshuva and have children. And Yishai said, I'll give you another 15 years. He wasn't saying, I'll add on to you a lot of time 15 years. He's saying, okay, I'll give you back the 15 years that you are going to lose out. So it's Tayda, the proof, Sharei, Novi, Oimei, Dumis, David, Hinei, Ben, Noile, Debeis, David, Yoshi, Yahushmo. And he says, the proof that they must have been part of Yishai's um, years is because a prophet prophesies. Now this Rashi says as many years ago in the time of Yeravam, I think it's over 200 years before that there will be a son named a, a descendant born to David Amelach named Yoshiahu. And uh, and Menashe's grandson I think was Yoshiahu. So when Chizkiah was sick, Menashe hadn't been born. But there was a prophecy Many, many, from many years ago, that there would be this descendant of Manasseh. So it must have been part of his his actual life that he was supposed to have this son, because it was an earlier prophecy. So this is what so Rabbanon. How would they explain it that Manasseh was definitely go, that yeah, Manasseh was going to be born, so he could have this descendant Joshua who was prophesied a few hundred years before. So it's not mitziv mechizkiah le based on mitziv they say no who says it just says a descendant from the house of David it doesn't say a descendant of Chizkiah so it could have been from Chizkiah if he has his son Manasseh who will have their child who will have end up having a descendant Yoshia or it could be from another line of David but either way it could be Yeah, but there's no hard proof that um, from there that Mena- that Chizkiah was definitely going to have Menashe. So it could have gone to Rabbon. And again, they could say, you can add on to a person's allotted time. Tosus at the top of the page asked an interesting question. So what if we said, we said if a, person, a person's life, depending on how you learn, is dependent on Hashem's will. I, he's given an allotted time at the time of birth. And then if he's, for whatever reason, going to Rebekah, it can be less. If Hashem decides, or according to Rabbanon, it could be less or more. But either way, Tosa the top of the says, What about what we said in Meseches Moed Katan? Your children, I'm, I'm wondering if that's whether you have children or how your children turn out, is determined by your, or your life, how long you live, and your financial status is determined not by your merit but by your muzzle. We've just said that how long you live is determined by your schus, by your merit. Whether you um but in in uh, in Moid Katan it says how long you live is determined by muzzle. There's not much you can do to change it. So that's also Tosfos gonna skip a bit um and he's oh yeah he says Talimil says Pshita Dushus got or moil it says, no, it's because the schus kodal can change it. In the regular day-to-day existence, not much will change your allotted time. But in, uh, with a great schus, if a person puts in a huge amount of effort, then either way he could deserve more or less time. Um, yeah, I mean, then you run in, now we can, if you really want to get involved in uh, the philosophical discussions or the theological discussions of a person dying before their time, if a person murders someone, 
can they murder someone before their allotted time, or would they only die at their allotted time? All those sort of questions could be triggered by this discussion. But I think let's go on. Last, uh, second last line of the peric, he says, Ishto shemesa, yavamto shemesa, etc. Remember, the last clause of the Mishnah was teaching one halacha, that your wife's sister is also to you as long as your wife is alive. Whether she's, whether you divorced or whether um, she's even married someone else, etc. As long as she's alive, her sister is also to you. A woman you married, her sister is also to you. And then, um, but then when she subsequently da- uh, dies, then she's permitted to. You. Now the mission is to spend four lines telling us that that one point, that your wife's sister becomes permitted to you when your wife dies. So he says, so, so the one says, Omar Rabbi Yosef, Kan Shana Rebbe, Mishnah Shainasricha. Rebbe here was teaching uh, a few lines of the Mishnah that were unnecessary. So, yeah, very strangely enough, Rebbe was unnecessarily elaborate. Um, that, that's one way of learning, and I think we'll leave the peric there. It says, Hadron Allah Chacholetz, Hadron Allah Chacholetz, Hadron Allah Chacholetz. Okay, now back to the discussion of Yibum. But just before we go into this, this, uh, at least this Mishnah and the Perek, and an important point is, so we know the Orisa, at least according to Beis I don't want to go into the other opinions now, but the Orisa, if, a bra- if, if one's brother dies without children, his wife or wives fall in Yibum, there is only the option of Yibum or Chalitza. Rather do Yibum, which would be the equivalent of marrying her, or you can do um, Chalitza, which would be the equivalent of divorcing her. But those are the only two options. Midra Bonon, and we'll see the Gemara will ask why they made these Xeris, but Midra Bonon, there's also Mamar and a Get. Mamar would be the equivalent of Kiddushin. So again, this woman's fallen to him in Yibum, and he goes and he does Kiddushin with her, or he goes and he gives her a Get. Now, Midra Bonon, that has the same effect as Yibum or Chalitza, which... I'll, I'll say some of the ramifications, but important. But what is that saying? That remember, yibum will create a marriage, and chalitza destroys the zika. Mama creates its own sort of bond, her own sort of marriage, and and yeah, a get under undermines the zikr, but it doesn't, it can't break the zikr. The only thing that can break the zikr is chalitza, at least on a Doraisa level. But as I said, Midrabon, it says if he's done chalitza. So remember, there's an issue, you only do yubum to one of the wives. You can't do yubum to multiple wives, so once you've done yubum, there's no need for anything else. So that would be, if he does mamar, he's not then allowed to go and do mamar or yubum to another one of the wives. Because he's already Midrabonin kind of done Yibum to this wife. But Doraisi hasn't. But Midrabonin, by doing Mamar, he's married to her now, so he's done that. A get, on the other hand, would now make it as if he's done Chalitza. So he is now not allowed to. Um, he would not be allowed to do Yibum to her. He would not be allowed to do Yibum to one of the other sisters. Because as we saw, remember. Once he doesn't want to build his brother's house, once he does chalitza, he's not allowed to marry another, his brother's wife, that woman, or any of the other wives. So the get, again, Midrah Bonon has that effect. Um, just some of the other ramifications, just to bring out this, this distinction between, again, if he does yibum or chalitza versus mamar or, uh, or gives a get, um, yeah, oh, sorry, not, not some of the differences between the two, but some of the ramifications of mamar and get, is we know just as if he would do um, yibum or chalitza, well, yibum, uh, let's say chalitza, if you would do chalitza to the, to the woman, he's forbidden to her relatives, her sister, as if he was married to her, her sister, her mother, etc. Um, so too with um, a get, he becomes also or mamar, he would become also to that woman's relatives. Um, another difference is um, to free her. If he does mamar to a woman to free her, he can't just do chalitza. Because there's not only the zikr, there's also this mamar marriage. So he would need a get and a chalitza. And then a third difference 
is um, you know, this I mentioned at the beginning, but just again, just as if one ach does yibum chalitza, it becomes osur on all the other brothers or co-wives. As soon as one one brother has done yibum chalitza, all the other brothers and co-wives are not allowed to do either. So too midrabbonon, if he does mamar or get, it would be forbidden for all the other brothers to do yibum chalitza with any of the tsaras. Okay, so those are just some of the points that um, highlight the difference and the nature of mamar and get in contrast with Yibum and Chalitza. As I said, important for us to remember is that to arise the only options are Yibum and Chalitza. Midrabon and mamar and get have a similar effect to Yibum and Chalitza. Now Rashi Rashi kindly points out, yeah, let's start with the Mishnah. So he says, Ramon Gamliel, Omer Ramon Gamliel says, Ain get achar get. If she gives a get to the one Sora, the one wife of his brother, now remember, what does that mean? It's as if he's done chalitza, so he's also to her relatives, etc. So if he gives a get to her, he also becomes also to her relatives. What happens if he subsequently gives a get to another one of his brother's wives, to another Sora, one of her co-wives? has no effect. The second get is nothing. Below mamar acha mamar. And similarly, there's no mamar after mamar. So if he does mamar to the one, one of his brother's wives, again, his brother died without children, he does mamar to one of the wives, obviously, that's like they married now, he would need to give her a divorce document, obviously, um, etc. But if he then goes and gives mamar to a second wife, it's totally ineffective. The mamar acha mamar is nothing. Beloi be'ila acha be'ila. So too there's no be after beer. That would be doing yibum. Remember you do yibum by having relations with uh, yavoma. It says veloi chalitza achar chalitza. No is there chalitza after chalitza. V'chachomim moimrim yesh get achar get. The yesh mamar acha mamar. V'chachomim hold there is a get after a get. And there is mamar after mamar. Um, the reason behind, I'm not going to go into the reason behind Rabban Gamil because that will discuss tomorrow's death. Don't want to, don't want to give away tomorrow's death. Um, but the reason behind the Chachomim is just because it makes a lot of sense. Is remember, get doesn't break the zikah. It just undermines the zikah. It weakens the zikah. There's only chalitzas. that you come with get and you weaken the zikah. And therefore... Is get there's still room for another get so you can give the get to one wife and then give another get to another wife and another get to another wife and it all takes effect because all the, each get is just undermining the zikah but it's not breaking the zikah there is still that zikah and vh mamar mamar and the same thing you can do mamar after mamar again interesting enough if he does do mamar to one of the wives and then he does mamar to a second wife we'll see this more coming up but then um, he's actually not allowed to do yibum to either of them. Because it says if he's done yibum to the one already, by doing mamar, it's like he's done yibum. Once you've done yibum to one of your brother's wives, you're not allowed to do yibum to any of the other brother's wives. So once you give mamar to the one wife, you're not allowed to do yibum to any of the wives. And once he gives mamar to a second wife, well now he's not allowed to do yibum to any of the other wives. So both of those women, he would now have to give a get and a chalitza, as we'll see coming up. Um, now, yeah, so that's the main story. So as I said, Ramon Gamliel's reason why I ain't get, I get, and lo, and there's no mamar after mamar, we haven't explained, but we have explained the chachomim, why there is a get after a get, and a mamar after a mamar, and that's important to realize, because what are we saying? All the get or the mamar does is undermine the zikah, but it's still there. So just as you had a zikah with this woman that you gave this get, and it had some sort of effect, again, if you walk up to a random girl in the street, and you give her a get, a divorce document doesn't make it's, it's you haven't done anything so it doesn't make her relatives also to you um, so so but here you had a zikr with this yavoma and the get they say is like chalitza so when you give the get you're now doing a form of chalitza but since you haven't broken the zikr there is still a zikr between you and all the tsaras because you still have to do chalitza you can give a get to another one and another one and it does have a ramification because all the get does is undermine it and so too with mamar all it does is maybe it's, you could say it strengthens it but it doesn't 
change. The zikr is still there. Now Rashi kindly tells us the layout of the rest of the, or at least of the next section of the Mishnah. And that is, we're going to discuss if there's one Yovom and one Yovomo. So there's one brother and his brother who died had one wife. And first we're going to say the law of what happens if he does Mamar. And then he gives a get. Mamar gives Chalitza and Mamar does beer. So it does yibum. So that's what the first. The, the second part we're going to discuss is if he first gives a get and then he does one of the other three. So there are four acts that are that we've discussed. There's um, yibum and chalitza, um, mamar and get. So we first discuss what happens if he does. So sorry. So let's go back to the beginning of the mission. What if he does mamar and then one of the other three? What happens then? The second part will be what happens if he does get and then the other three. Third part would be what if he does chalitza and then the other three and then one of the other three and the fourth one would be what happens if he does um, yibum and then one of the other three. So that's the layout of the next point part of the Mishnah. So Kaitzad, what's the halach in the following cases? There's also mamar if he does mamar. So these, again, the three we're going to discuss if he does mamar and then each of the other options. So he says does mamar. Also mamar v'yomtav and also no get and then he gives a divorce document. Chalitza. He still needs a chalitza. Again, because the get, he needs a get because that breaks the mamar. But remember, there's still the yibum bond. The zika, the zika is still there, so he still has to do chalitza. Also, mamar the chalitza. What happens if he does mamar and then chalitza? Trichahimenu get. He still needs a get. Why? Because the chalitza breaks the yibum bond, but the mamar, the marriage bond, is still there, so that's why he needs a get as well. Also, mamar what happens if he does mamar and then beer? Haraizuka mitzvah, so this is the way of doing it like the mitzvah. That's yibum. You do mamar and then you do yibum. That's 100% fine. Okay, um, yeah, the principles as we see are all going to be uh, reiterated. We're using the same basic principles that we've uh, discussed. Obviously, we'll introduce a few new ones. But the primary, we, we're recycling through these principles of if he does one after the other, what's the result? What, how do we resolve it? So, again, the second, so the first one was where he did mamar, and the first clause was mamar, and one of those things. Now we're doing get. So, no son get for also mamar. If he gives the one a get, and then he does mamar to her, tricha get for chalitza. He has to give another get and do chalitza. Once he's, done, once he's given a get, as we explain, if he gives a get, then he's now also midrabonon to do yibum to any of the others. Again, why is that? Because when he does chalitza, there's the negative commandment of lo yivne, you're not allowed to go into yibum. So so too, if he gives a get, midrabonon. So he has to. So so if he gives a get and then he does mamar, he needs to give another get to break the mamar. And v'chalitza, he needs to break the zikr. So he does chalitza. Nosan get uval. What happens if he gives a get and then he does yibum? Trich a get for chalitza. He has to give a get and chalitza. He needs to give a get. Now this is interesting because if he did, he gave a get. So midrabonon, he can't really do anything. But then he does beer. So now to oraisa, he's done yibum. And she's his proper wife, So he gives her a get that we understand to break the Doraisa marriage. Once someone does Yibum, in a normal case, once a brother does Yibum, if he wants to get rid of that wife, or wants to separate from the wife, what does he have to do? Give a get. Okay, so that's all very well. But why does he have to do Chalitza? So that is, yeah, so that is what we're saying. So even though generally once beer is done, all that is necessary is a get, here, since a get was given first, the beer is osur. As we said, once he gives a get, he's not allowed to do yibum because it's as if it's as if he's kind of done chalitz already. Midrabon is not allowed to do. So it's what's called a yibum pasula or a beer pasula. Let me just see what Rash, the, the language Rash uses again. Um, yeah, a beer pasula. It's a it's a not an invalid yibum, but it's a weaker yibum. That's how. So again. Once he's given a get and he's not allowed to do yibum anymore, Midrabonon, when he does do yibum, it's viewed as a weak yibum, and therefore he still has to do chalitza. 
And there he, that's the, that's one of the novel points that we, the real novel points that we introduce in this, in this Mishnah is this, this concept of beer pasula, of a weak beer. If he does yibum where he's not allowed to, where he wasn't supposed to, we view it as if it's not a proper yibum and he still has to do chalitza. In Dorisa, it's 100% yibum, but Midrabonon is not. Can he says, not some get for chalitza? What happens if he gives a get and then he does chalitza? Once he's done chalitza, that's, that's ended everything. Cholatz, for also mamar. Oh, so now we move on to chalitza. Again, we've done, if he does mamar and then one of the three acts, get and he does one of the three acts, now we move on to chalitza. So if he does chalitza, for also mamar. Vinosan get uboil. So if he does chalitza and then he does mamar to the wife, or he does, gives her a get. Or he has beer with her. I tries to do yibum with her. In all those cases, we'll, yeah, we'll see the answer. Or boal. Or now, what happens if he does yibum first? also mamar, and then he does mamar to the venos and get, or he gives a get, v'cholitz, or he does chalitza. Ein acha chalitza klum. There's nothing after chalitza. And basically the same thing. So to after yibum, if the first thing he does is yibum, there's nothing after. Yibum. So why is that? Once he's done chalitza, let's just take chalitza, it's a bit easier. Once he's done chalitza, he's totally broken the bond. So if he subsequently goes, and oh, and Rashi points out this is all according to Rabbi Akiva, that now once he, again, let's just go back. So when he does chalitza, there's now a negative commandment for him to try marry any of his brother's wives. Of lo yivne, you had the opportunity to do yibum, you didn't do yibum. Lo yivne, you're not allowed to further build your brother's name up, build his house, and therefore they're all also just a negative commandment. We know according to Rabbi Akiva, we learned yesterday according to Rabbi Akiva, anything that's a negative commandment, kiddushin ain't toisin, kiddushin does not take effect. So if he once he's done chalitza, and then he tries to do kiddushin to one of the one of his brother's wives. Or he gives them a get, or he draws mamar, or nothing, ha- or beer, nothing happens. Kiddushin is not tosin, nothing happens. Obviously, he's transgressed the negative commandment, and a, a child that from that union would be a mamzer. But I'm saying, in regards to this woman, her relatives don't become also to him um, like they would if, if if it did have an effect. Um, her relatives don't become also to him. Um, her sisters won't become ostrich to him, all these sorts of things. Those halachas apply. And so, too, if the first thing he does is yibum, then none of those will also have effect after yibum. Okay. Now we move on to the, over the page on Nunamud Bayes. It says, so now, this is going back on the previous set of rulings. Um, yeah, again, if something was done after mamar or get, but chalitz or yibum, he says, achas yavama achas, liyavam echod, but achas, shtayavamos, liyavam echod. And it would, this could also work whether we, or yeah, now we're going to discuss whether it's one yavama to one yavam, or whether it's two yavamos to one yavam. So, um, so again, we, we open in the possibility to that now that there are two Yavamos, two separate women that have fallen in Yibum. So he says, Kaitzad, how is this? He says, Oso Mama Bazu, Umama Bazu. What happens if he does Mama to each of those two wives? So again, we're discussing the two, two Yavamos. So his brother died, his brother had two wives, and now he gives a Mama to each of them. So he needs two gets. Why? This is according to the Rabbonin of the Mishnah, not Rabbon Kamil, the Rabbonin, that there is a get, there is mamar after mamar, um, and he's not allowed to do yibum, because remember we said mamar in a way is as if he's done yibum, so he's not allowed to do mamar to any of the other wives. So since he's done mamar to both other wives, each of them exclude him doing Yibum to one of the wives, he has to give a get to each of them to undo the mamar. The chalitza, and he does chalitza to one of them. Again, remember, chalitza works on behalf of all women. Um, now, mama bazu, the get lezu, 
what happens if he does mamar to the one woman and gives a get to the other woman? Tricha get v'chalitza. He needs to give a get to the one that he did mamar to and then do chalitza to one of them. Yeah. Rashi just points out, he says it very clearly. He says, why does he need um, chalitza and a get? So he says, the chalitza loimaf get kiddushin. Chalitza doesn't undo kiddushin. Chalitza doesn't undo mamar. So you'll need a get. The get loimaf get zika, and a get doesn't break a yibum bond. So it breaks the mamar, but he still needs chalitza. So that's why he needs yibum and chalitza. Okay, mamar bezu or bal et zu. What happens if he does mamar to the one woman and then he does yibum to the other woman? So tshrichos bei gitin v'chalitza. He needs two gitin and chalitza. He needs to give. Now again, as we said, why can't he? Once he gave mamar to the one and then did yibum to the other. The mamar is only also drabonan? No, because as soon as he does mamar, midrabonan it's as if he um, undid the. Sorry, as soon as he does mamar, it says if they married, and then there's a negative commandment to do yibum to another wife, from Yoni to do yibum to the one, and then he goes and does yibum to the other one, which is now also, so he has to give her a get, and he has to give her a get for the one mamar. And he still has to do chalitza. Now, why does he have to do chalitza? Again, if you do yibum to one of the wives, you don't have to do chalitza on the other wives. So why does he still have to do chalitza? So again, this is that concept we mentioned of bia pesula. It's a... It, he did yibum in a case where he wasn't allowed, which makes it a... It was a half yibum, an incomplete yibum, because the woman had... Because he had already done yimamar to the other wife. If it's a bia pesula... And it's not viewed as a complete yibum, and he still has to do chalitza. Um, yeah, it says mama bzu v'chalitz lezu. What happens if he does mama to the one and then chalitza to the other, to the second? Harishon etzricha get. The first one needs a get. Either one who did mama, because again chalitza doesn't break a yibum bond. Um, then we move on to. Get. So he says, get lezuva, get lezuva. What happens if he gives a get to the first wife and then a get to the second wife? Again, these are all, when, he's, when I say the first wives, I mean the wives of his deceased brother. His deceased brother had two wives. So he gave a get to the one and a get to the other. He still needs to do chalitza. Again, because the get doesn't break the zikah. Get lezuva, baletzu. What happens if he gives one a get and the other one uh, he does yibum to? So Tricha get v'chalitza, he needs get and chalitza, he needs to give a get to the one he did yibum to. And he also has to do chalitza because it was a biapsula. He wasn't allowed to do yibum in that case. Um, get lezu, mamar lezu. What happens if he gives a get to the one wife and then a mamar to the second wife? Tricha get v'chalitza, he has to give a get and chalitza. You see? Yeah, he has to give a get to break the mamar and chalitza. Uh, to break the zika. Get lezu, v'cholitz lezu. What happens if he gives a get to the one and then chalitza to the other? Ein achar chalitza klum. There's nothing else to do after chalitza. Once he's done chalitza, it's completely broken the zika. So even if the get might have just weakened the zika, well then the chalitza comes and totally breaks it. Then now we go on to chalitza and bias. He says, cholatz, v'cholatz, oi cholatz, v'asamama, nos and get upal. What happens if he does chalitza? to the one wife, and then chalitza to the second wife. Or chalitza to the one wife and mamar to the second wife, or chalitza to the one wife and then a get to the second wife. Or nosan get to baal, or he gives a get, or he does beer. says, or, so that's all if he did, again, chalitza and then chalitza to the second, or chalitza to the first and mamar to the second, or chalitza to the first and get to the second, or chalitza to the first and bia yibum to the second, or with baal, with bia or baal, if he does yibum to the one and then yibum to the second one, or yibum also ba mamar, he does yibum to the one and mamar to the second. Nosan get v'cholat, or if he did yibum to the one and then gave a get to the other, or yibum to the one and chalitza to the other one, ein achar chalitza klum, there is nothing after chalitza. And this is whether there are 
one brother who's going to, to, to do Yibum or Chalitza and two uh, co-wives who've fallen in Yibum, or whether there are two brothers and one Yavama. Chalitza, if the first Angdan is Chalitza, there's nothing else to discuss. They're totally unrelated to all the other wives. I mean, and not, not to, they, they related to them in regards to, it's his brother's wife, but remember it's now, at least according to some opinions, at least specifically to the woman that Chalitza was done, a negative commandment to marry her. As I pointed out, this mission is like Rabbi Akiva, that a negative commandment, and Kiddushin Toysin, so there is no further discussion. Her sisters would be permitted, her mother, it would be your wife's brother's, your brother's wife's mother, that's not someone that's also to you, etc. Um, so again, once Chalitza is done, no act on them has any relevance in regards to um, Yibum or marriage. And so too, if the first act done was Yibum. Okay, now we're just going to clarify one of these points we've discussed already. It says, If he did Chalitza first, and then to second he did Mamar or Get or Bia. Or he did Bia first, and then he did Mamar Get or Chalitza, or Get or Chalitza. There's nothing to do after Chalitza, whether it was done in the middle, the, the beginning, the middle, or the end. What does it mean whether it was done in the beginning, the middle, or the end? I, whether he first, I don't know, did Mamar, then Chalitza, if he did Chalitza first, and then Mamar to the one wife, and get to the other, obviously nothing. That's where the Chalitza was done first. But even if, let's say, he gave a get to one, and then Chalitza, and then something to another, I get is in the middle, Chalitza is in the middle, there's nothing else to do. Or if it's at the end, if he did two different things, and then he did Chalitza, there's nothing more to do. Um, Rashi says, because the Chalitza Gerushin Gemurim, who Chalitza is a complete separation, the Kama Belav Gomur Oleo, and now the first wife is a negative command to him, the Afal Gab the Chalitza Psulahave. This is even though it's a weaker Chalitza. Again, it's a weak Chalitza because he wasn't allowed to marry her, or he couldn't marry her because he had already given a get, but that doesn't matter, it's still a complete severance of the bond here, the zika. But regarding if he did yibum, if it's the first thing he did, then there's nothing after it. If it was was done in the middle or at the end, he didn't act like he gave a get or something else, and then he did beer, then he did yibum, it does have a ramification if subsequently he would do something else. He, he would he would need a, he would need something else. And Rabbi Nachemia Omer Achas Beila Ba'achas Chalitza Bein Bechila Bein Ba'emsa Bein Ba'soif Ein Achrei Aklum. Rabbi Nachemia says whether we discuss in Beila or doing Yibum or whether we discuss in Chalitza, whether it's at the beginning, the middle, or the end, there is nothing further to be done. Um, Yeah. So Rashi just gives the example. For example, if he gave a get to the one woman, and then he did beer on the second woman, and he did mamar on the third woman, since we view the beer as not complete because he wasn't supposed to, since he gave a get to the first, what was he supposed to do? He was supposed to do chalitza. He wasn't allowed to do yibum midrambonim. Since he did yibum, it's not viewed as a complete yibum. And therefore, there's still a zikr between him and the woman, and the wife, and the mamar that he gives afterwards would have an effect. He would now need to give a get to that woman. He also would be forbidden to her relatives. Um, again, that's because of, as we've explained, a biapsula, where you're not supposed to do yibum because a get or mamar was already given. The yibum is undermined, it's not viewed as a proper yibum, and. Um, <coughs> and, and therefore there is still something afterwards whereas Rabbi Nehemia will discuss a bit more um, in the coming that there is nothing let's quickly do some of the Gemara so we're going back to the first line of the Mishnah the, or the first case of the Mishnah Ramadan says 
ain't get achar get. Once he's given a get to one woman, we can't give a get to another one. Below mamar achar mamar or mamar after the mamar. The chachamim came along and said, no, there is a get after a get. If he gave a get to one woman, uh, to the one wife, and he gave a get to the second wife, the relatives of both of them would be also to him. Either get after the get does have an effect. So it says, The Machloikis is only with a get after a get or mamar after mamar. Aval get achar. But if he gives a get to one and then a mamar to a second one, it does have an effect. And why? Because, and, and the one with mamar will require another get. Because again, the orisa, there's still the zika. So when he does, gives the get to one and then he goes and does mamar, it still has an effect. Um, yeah, interestingly enough, the get makes both women also to him as lo yivne. Once midrabon and once you uh, well derise if you had done chalitza, he's not allowed to marry them lo yivne. Once you've done chalitza, you're not allowed to rebuild your brother's house. You're not allowed to marry any of his wives. So midrab once he gives a get, that kicks in. By giving the mamar, well that makes the negative commandment is you only do yibum to one wife and not two wives. We've seen that before. So mamar would make it is midrabonon. That once you've done mamar to one wife, you're not allowed to do mamar to another wife. So that would add those isra. Now the Gemara is just going to ask the source for all these zeros. It says, Why did the rabbis say that a get helped? We know there is only chalitza. And the rabbonin came along and said, if you give a get, it has an effect like chalitza. Why did they make such a zero that the get has any effect at all. This is a this is a basic question. Why did they institute such a xera? So he says, Mishum de Mahani Ba'alma, because in general a get does help. Now Diomar Loi Mahani, and if you say it does not help, Omrin get Lohitsia, someone will come along and say that, well, get is to basically send a woman free, and Khalitza is to set the woman free. Umid get lo mahani, Khalitza nami lo mahani. Well then, since the get doesn't work, the Khalitza doesn't work. But I see lemivel after Khalitza, and he might come and do yibum after Khalitza, which as we know is a negative commandment. So that's why they worry that people get confused between, they're like, get, get him Khalitza in our mind. As, I mean, I always say in the, in the, when I'm giving you I say, in regards to the context of Yibum, Chalitza is like a get. That's how we think. A get is to break the bond between this man and this woman. Uh, and so too, Chalitza is to break the bond between this man and this woman. That's how we think. So therefore, wait, in that case, Chalitza, a get didn't have an effect. So Chalitza probably also didn't. And he might do Chalitza and then Yibum, which we know would be also. Oh, my time, Omar Abonan, Mama by Yavama Mahani. And why did the rabbi say that Mama helps with the Yavama? Because in general, Kiddushin, what's Mamar? Mamar is Kiddushin. You go up to a woman, you go up to your girlfriend, and say, but you married to me with this ring. It works. Generally, Mamar, generally, Mamar, generally, Kiddushin works. Now, once we say that, said, if Chazah would have come along and said, Mamar has no effect here, yeah, Omo Mamar, Liknois, or Bia Liknois. They say, Mamar is to make her your wife, Kedushin is to make her your wife, and Bia is to make her your wife. Mido Omar, Loi Mahani, Bia Nami Lo Mahani. They come along and say, well, if, if Mamar, if the Kedushin doesn't have any effect, then maybe the Bia didn't have any effect, but I see the Bia, and he'll come and have Bia with a second co, with another co-wife. So that's what we're concerned about. Oh, my time, Omar Abonan, Biapsula, Yeshacharekum. And why do the rabbis say that by a Biapsula there is something afterwards? I remember I said, what's this Biapsula? There is still, we view it as if there's still a Zika. Now, a Biapsula, remember, if he does Mamar or a get to one of the co wives, then we said he's not allowed to do Yibum to another wife. Or if he gives a get, he's not even allowed to do Yibum to that wife. The, that wife of his brothers. So again, so, if, so when he, he's not allowed to do yibum. So when he comes and does yibum, it's a weak yibum because he's going to be forced, Mirabonan, to divorce her. So we view that as if the yibum, a beer psula, is an invalid beer, it undermines the zikah, but it doesn't break the zikah. Generally, if a man does yibum where he's supposed to, there's no more zikah, it's now his wife. And all the other tsaras, etc., are free. But by Biapsula, where it just undermines it, because either there was already um, get or mamar done, then we said 
there is still the zikah. So why did they say that? Why did they say that? Why does Rabbanon say that there is still the zikah? So he says, Omar i bi'achaget i gezeira bi'achaget mishum bi'achachalitza. They say if you could do bi'ah after a get, it's a gezeira that you might come to do. Sorry, sorry. Why, why is it so? Omri, they would if you say it's because bi'ah after a get, it's a gezeira that you might. Mishum biacha chalitza vii biacha mamar he gzeira biacha mamar mishum biachar bia. I know what we're concerned about is if it's a, remember as I said there's two ways to make it a biapsula one is if there's already been a get and one if there's if there's already been yibum so he says so if he if he's allowed to do bia if he's allowed to do yibum after a get well it's a gzeira that he might come to do bia after chalitza. Remember we said in our minds we switched get and chalitza. So again, if you're going to say, oh, he did, he gave a get, and then he went and did beer, must be it's fine to do chalitza and then go do beer and then go do yibum, which we know that's a negative commandment, definitely not okay. And similarly, if it's after mamar, if you say he can do beer after mamar, I gave mamar to this wife and then he went and did beer to that. If you're allowed to do that, you might say, well, he's allowed to do yibum to this wife. Because Kiddushin and Yibum are basically the same thing. And he'll go into Yibum to the second wife. And what's the reason for the rabbi, that the rabbis said that Chalitza Psula is 100%, there is nothing after us. I Once Chalitza is done, the bond is completely severed. Even in a case where the Chalitza was weak, like let's say there was Mamar was done, and then Chalitza, you still need a get. So it's a weak, uh, it's a weak Chalitza. It's not a fully effective chalitza because you still need a get. Um, so he says, Omri, but still, if he does chalitza, it's a complete severance. So he says, Omri, my legs are. What? So the Gemara says, because why? What, what reason? So he says, my leg, what reason is there to make exera? Nigzor chalitza achara get. If you want to say there should be a decree that he can't. That chalitz, that that there's no chalitz after get, it's not effective. Mishum chalitz acha chalitz because he might come to do chalitz acha chalitz. Call honey, tachloitz for tazel. Okay, let him give as many chalitzes as he wants. If you're going to tell me if he gave a get to this woman and chalitz to that woman, he doesn't need anything else. What's your concern? That he's going to come and give chalitz to this woman and chalitz to the second woman because he gave a get to one and chalitz to the other. So he's going to give chalitz to this one and chalitz to that one. What's the difference? It's not a big deal if he does that. So let him. And Ligzor Chalitz Acha Mamar, Mishum Chalitz Acha Bia, maybe he'll say that we should make Xayra that he has to do Chalitz after Mamar, because he might come and do Chalitz on the second one after Bia. Atu Chalitz Acha Mamar, Miloy Boy Get. Well, anyway, if he does Chalitz after Mamar, he still needs a Get. As we said, Chalitz breaks the Zika, and the Get breaks the Mamar bond. So anyway, if he does chalitza, if he does, sorry, um, if he does mamar and then chalitza, he's still going to need a get. Le mamoro. Chalitza achar bia, nami boy get le bioso. So if he does yibum and then does chalitza, he'll also need a get, which will solve the problem. Again, if he did yibum, then they completely married. But if he did yibum and subsequently did chalitza, that's nothing. The chalitza is nothing, so they are fully married. But there's nothing wrong because just as if he did. Um, did mamar he would do get and chalitza so worst case scenario here is where he did yibum he'll do get and chalitza that's fine because the get covers the problem so there's no reason to make the xayra by chalitza psula can we leave it here for today